The Danger Junior Golden Shower Hour is sponsored by Giuseppe's Luxury Showers. If Yua wanta da besta, Yua get Giuseppe and his friends to a shower Yua in the luxury. Hmm. We'll hear from Giuseppe and his merry golden men later in the show. Oh yeah, I like that little finger pop from Blake. Hi, my name is Austin Zestin, and welcome to the Danger Junior Writer's Room. Well, this is the show where we and our friends get together, uh, collaborate on some stories, scenes, sketches, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, and we give notes to one another. Uh, I'm going to go around the room and introduce my co-hosts and our special guest by asking the question, shower in the morning or at night, Logan Beggarly. Uh, my name is Logan. I have, Great a, question. I have a real answer for this. My favorite time to shower is like 4 a.m. Like if I've stayed really? up super, super late, mm-hmm. I just, there's no one's going to mess with me. No one's going to need anything from me. Yeah. I just open the crack, the window shower as long as I can. Damn. It's great. Sounds great. Nice. Blake Brown. I'm a morning shower man mm-hmm. and I always will be. And if you ask me to change, I'll say no, I won't. He will mm-hmm. say no. And he comes in my name. <clears throat> it's Blake Brown. Goddamn right. Jimmy D. My name is Jimmy D, and uh, I've got a complicated answer because it depends on what my day looks like. I typically like to shower before I go to events, Um, Mm. you know, before I go to like an outing, sometimes before work. So I may not shower because, you know, I'm not doing anything that day and Mm -hmm. I just want to be gross. And then the next day I'll shower when I meet some people. And, of course, our special guest this week. He's another member of the Danger Junior Comedy Troupe. He has been for a long time. A founding member. One he of is the a founding very first. Yeah, one of the very first. This dude straight up fucks. He's from Nashville. Stan. Welcome, Stan. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. I'm Stan Richardson. I definitely shower in the morning. Or, I guess not really the morning. It's just when I'm going to go start doing shit. That's mm-hmm. when... I feel you. That's when I shower because, like, I can't even wake up unless I have a shower. And I used to have like god awful like I have baby hair mm-hmm. like it's, it's super what does that thin, mean like, and it's super thin and you... soft like exactly like a newborn baby's it's beautiful huh. that's wonderful yeah, yeah. Stan, with what's... about the same with about the same bald patches in there oh, and, man. Uh, and so like I used yes. to like always be worried about my 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 hair because it just like if I don't shower it just sticks to my skull and I look stupid but I recently just shaved off all my hair. Oh, are you bald? Yeah, yeah, I'm buzzed. I'm buzzed right now. But uh, but I I was buzzed for a week, and even at the end of that week, I I somehow grew back enough hair to have a cowlick. So it's really funny funny you mentioned buzzed, Stan, because uh, I'm all buzzed right now thanks to Giuseppe's luxury showers shower sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I, I very natural. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It gives me good buzz. I only had like a micro dose of it. What about it is giving you a buzz? Well, um, is there like an active ingredient? Uh, I'm sure there are, but I, you know we can't admit them because the you know the FDA is just trying to shut down Giuseppe. I hate the FDA, dude. Do not even I hate start it. In. I hate that. I hate that because Giuseppe is always certified that their product has the minimal use of of baby animal death. Look, Stan, you get That's it. True. Yeah, you're you're a hard Giuseppe Stan, and I like that about you. I mean, if you Quite don't, literally, they. Have I have to literally. tell you how much blood is in the product, but yeah. if you don't look at it, you know it, you're, you're not going to be bothered by it. If you don't research it, it's going to be fine. Now, we 
I mean, everybody here knows midwives. Everybody knows what is going on with midwives. Uh, why do they pick tubs when showers exist? Yeah, you know. Did, yeah. did y'all did y'all see the article where this, midwives? Some midwives are recommending that uh, you uh, that masturbating during birth helps. <laughs> Are you serious? That's a real thing. Yeah. Stan, you hear what? about this? Yeah, you hear about this, Stan? Yeah, I read it on Vice. Are you plugged into the pregnancy community? Because I am. Yeah, I am. I, I'm oh, I'm plugged in. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's like some, some doulas are like, hey, if you just like touch yourself while you're giving birth, it's like not that bad. Jesus uh, Christ. That's kind of, I It seems know. fucked up. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Uh, uh, that's I mean, crazy. I don't know. I don't know. That it's kind of like autoerotic asphyxiation, though, right? I suppose. Like, yeah, big intense, time. Except you like have a baby pain and intense pleasure at the same time. Here's the thing: is I want to keep my baby as far away from that side of me as possible. Yeah. I don't ever want to be in that situation, and also with my baby. Yeah, but you're baby. You're a man. You don't have to like you know like. A I, could, I could squirt a little baby out of there. It's not like baby goes in, baby goes out. You know what I mean? You just mm-hmm. squirt babies out. You don't have to worry about the second hey, man. part. I, I just, I, I've pooped right. before, so I think I know exactly what childbirth feels oh, like. Oh, yep. yep. Big yep. old steamers. Dude, I have some big, big shits. That's, <laughs> that's our listener. topic today, uh, this week. Shits. And I'm so, typing down in my notes. Big so, shits. So, uh, wouldn't it be awkward if you didn't know you were pregnant? And you were just, you know, diddling yourself, and then all of a sudden you a had baby a baby. Came baby came For the rest down. of your life, you'd probably be scared to masturbate. <laughs> it was like the first time you ever yeah. did it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, though, if we keep eating all these hormones in our chicken and all this soy, I think that's what's going to happen. Tell them. Dudes tell are going to start having babies. I'll tell you what's going to happen, and it's happened to me, so I know. What, what are you going to name you, your baby? If you drink soy milk uh-huh. too much... Mm-hmm. You will get finger nipples. Yeah. Look Shut the your, fuck up. Look at your index finger. Stan. I'm looking at it right now. It's I'm weird. I'm talking to the listener right now. So let's say listener. let's say hypothetically, for, for maybe some people who might be listening, and definitely not anyone in this call, uh-huh. uh, what if you already have finger nipples? Uh, uh, drink nothing away. wrong with that. Drink, drink away. away. Drink away all that soy, buddy. What buddy if, boy. What does, if your does it exacerbate it, though? Do they become... Longer, it's gonna be really bad for you. That's what I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. I I feel like they just they just more noticeable now. I, I just feel like you'd be a really good finger painter. They're know, gonna get so. yeah. they're <laughs> gonna get so long that you're gonna be able to whip them at people. You're Would you pierce your finger nipples? If you have finger nipples and you nude model for a for a painting class, are they finger painting? Oh yes, they that's are. A, that's a good conundrum. Let this me is, ask you wow. a question. Um. What would you do? It. What if you woke up in, in alternate reality, another timeline, where the only real discernible difference is you don't have opposable thumbs on your hands; they're on your nipples. And so you have to grab okay. things with your chest. Yeah. What would you do? I feel like they'd be kind of useless at that point because you don't have that. You'd other have to part cut a hand. hole in your shirts. That's at that point, shirt. all of reality is slapstick. I'd, I, yeah, I'd be so good at video games. <laughs> but I'd, oh, have yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'd have a bad slouch. <laughs> Your yeah. back would be terrible. Like pro pro gamers would all have like chiropractor. Yeah, they, they would all contracts. look like Quasimodo. They'd be well. Yeah. They'd be bolted to the chair. I don't want to change the subject, but what if you had nipples on your toes? That's <laughs> not changing the subject at all. Jimmy, I think thing. you just want people nipples to suck on your toes. On toes. Then, then I think foot fetishes would always be justified. Yeah, yeah 100%. That's true. Immediately. Yeah. 
Uh, What's our topic yeah. for this week? I don't think Doctor Schultz. I mean, do we need a topic at this point? We're in it, Logan. We're in it. We don't talking, need a topic. We're talking nips, bro. Yeah, talking nips, talking tips. Uh, I got a topic <laughs> for you. Here's the prompt yeah. for the week. Here's the prompt for the week. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite nipple story? I actually have one. That's All not right. a joke. I know. You told me yesterday. Okay. Oh, me. yeah. You were there for that. Yeah. Bulls. Yeah. Sorry, Stan, to, 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 to really Bulls. spring the nipple story on you. But while you think about it, we're going to we're gonna. Oh, do you have, have a Logan. nipple story, Stan? How many nipple uh, story, stories do you have, Stan? We can we can go to Logan I if you want to. So. I, I, I do have, like, like poignier, more, more uh, apparent nipples this is than true. even most women. Really? And... <laughs> Yeah, they. they You're like, painting such a beautiful picture of yourself. Oh, that's my partner, Cindy. By the way, hey, Cindy. Um, and uh, and so like my my nipples like have always protruded and always like by other people's standards would be hard nipples. Just um... but, like are just <laughs> the natural state of my nipples. What happens when your nipples and get so, hard? Like, Bad things. They, they just they become like plastic. But like. <sighs> So when I was a kid, I was so embarrassed by them that I would wear T-shirts in the pool. I was like that kid. Oh yeah, I Wild. feel like that makes it more. Not that it helped though, because I would yeah. wear like white T-shirts. Uh huh. I would wear like white T-shirts though, and it would really just do nothing but yeah. show off that my the, yeah. That Everybody nips. was like, at that Look point, you're just showing nipples. off. What you got to do is you got to draw, you got to sharpie around your nipples, and then you do a don't look. You write that on your chest, and then you point to the nips. Yeah, don't look here. Don't look. I'm going to get a tattoo between my nipples that just says my eyes are up here. That'd be I great. I like that a lot. Cindy, what do you think about that with you and staying in the bedroom, and then all of a sudden you just see that? Does that, uh, does that do anything for you? I think it adds a lot more excitement. Uh, There's a lot more things to do. And he's <laughs> and, and it also... Yep. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's a giant tattoo. I'm assuming it's a How huge, big would you ornate tattoo that takes up a majority of your chest of the body. And it's in Comic Sans, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Was, I don't think you mentioned that. It was. I, I support it. I, I feel like uh, expressing yourself in that form is healthy. And you would have to shave so. your chest for that, right? Because you you got a hairy chest, right? I I am a hairy man in all regards. Yeah, you're a hairy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you got yeah, that Robin Williams going on. Every part of my body, from my palms to uh, to my face, isn't quite hairy. I wonder if you like could tell the American tattoo American werewolf artist. in Tennessee. I, like, I don't know a lot about tattoos, but I wonder if you got a tattoo in your chest. Could you tell the artist, this is how my hair grows, and they could work around with your hair pattern, so almost like you, your hair grows into that. the tattoo. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. They're going to have to yeah, shave your chest I've got, a, do I've it. got a stick and poke on, like over on the left side of my chest, uh, like about heart height, you know? Mm-hmm. It's because my hair doesn't quite grow in as thick there as it does everywhere else on my chest. Hot. For some reason. Hot. So it's like a little window. It's dude, it's because your heart is so big. Your heart is so big that there's not room for hair follicles. It's like pushing mm-hmm. the hair follicles out. It's a problem. It, it gives many health issues. Wild. You know, You're like Andre the Giant. You know what I think about yeah. uh, when, when Megan says... Megan was talking to you like before she left that uh, apparently if you don't brush your hair, the hair grows in and it'll like ruin your like on your head. But like does that also fly to your chest? Like wait, you, what? wait no, no, okay. what? She's I talking about as, my hair. as a kid. As a kid, people told her you have to brush your hair. Yeah. Because otherwise, if the hair if you don't pull the hair out, it'll start growing in. What? Oh, that's no. fake. That's a no. Fake that's news. a lie. I know it's fake that's news, a, but I think it's funny. That's some watermelon yeah. seeds in the belly shit right there. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, it's like that. But does it? Would it apply to your chest? And you is that happening? What's here right now? Hair growing into your chest, Stan. Mm-hmm. 
Let's talk um, hair. I'm I gonna... had hair growing out of my chest, but I guess it could have grown in. You better know. brush never, it. I've, it will grow I've in. I've never had long hair, but I've I've consistently had a long beard for many years now. Yeah, Stan, do you know that time. movie um, Iron Man? Yeah, you know I how just you know it. how he has the little uh, shards of metal in his chest, and they're slowly yeah. moving closer and closer to his heart, slowly killing him. That's what's gonna happen to your hair if you don't brush your hair, man. Your your follicles That's are just it. gonna be launched like missiles towards your heart. And I hope and pray it doesn't happen, but I know that preventative measures would be brushing your chest hair. Stan, mm. are you working on a weaponized bodysuit at the moment? Do you have? Are you? I'm working. working First, I need to develop some sort of uh, electro-hairnetic uh, hair magnet, yeah, kind of thing that I can use to keep the to, to like keep the incursion of my hair. At bay. Would that be like a nighttime treatment, or are you going to wear it all the time? It would have to be all the time. I'd have to get it surgically implanted into my chest if if we're following the metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are. Uh, okay. Well, we'll. I'll tell you what. Why don't we crowdfund that? Yeah, we need him. As part of a Danger yeah. Junior. Um, Let's make it a Patreon perk uh, thing. How does that like, look? Like if, if we How could... does that look? Is it like a rotating brush that just picks up hair? Uh, we need to ask Jimmy Neutron. He's he's prototyped yeah. one in the Jimmy Neutron intro. Imagine, okay, imagine it's like a corn on the cob, but you've done both things on the end, but each kernel is like a, it's like a hook. It hooks your hair and it pulls it right out. Not out, but like... Like yeah, kind of like Velcro, but for your hair. I like that. That's what we're calling it too. I like that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should braid your so hair. Elon Musk. Elon Musk better not steal our idea. If he yeah, and steals how, our idea, then actually, that means he listened to our actually podcast. Send a message to Elon. Oh, right confirm, yeah. Yeah, as we all know, right Elon Musk is a confirmed listener of the podcast. Can I send Elon Musk a message right now? Mm, yes. He's listening. Elon Musk, you fuck. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> Listen here, Elon Musk. Turn the fucking anime off and text me back, all right? I sent you an offer. He would like us a lot. Listen, I sent you an offer and you haven't responded. And do you know why? It's because you're busy watching anime and ruining the fucking world. All right? Stop building tunnels, all right? (laughs) And call me back. (laughs) Call me back. Actually, this this, draws it all together because I've been marathoning the... uh, the Marvel movies in chronological order. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, and so I just finished Iron Man 2, like like okay. right before this call. So it's, it's going board. slow. Yeah, well, I, I just started like yesterday. Ah, uh, okay. So, so, so like I've done Captain America, at Captain Marvel, Iron Man, and Iron Man 2 so far. I've got Thor now. So but, do, you, uh, are, do you have a boner but, for Disney yet, or what's up with that? I just I just wanted to do it. I, I did the same thing with Star Wars not that long ago, and uh, so I want to do it this way. Just like kind of see the narrative as it happened, you know, instead of how it came out. Hey, and um, so but Elon watching... Musk is in Iron Man too. Is he really? He's right, it's very he, true. He is. Yeah, I forgot about that. He is. I didn't know that. It's yeah, just like a part a where play, they talk for a second. Playboy billionaire. Yeah. Man, is he <laughs> Tony Stark? Who is he? He well, he's Tony people Stark. always wrote those articles about Elon Musk saying that he is the Tony Stark of the real world. Which is not and true. Yeah, except just because he doesn't save anybody. Just because he's sleeping with Grimes doesn't mean anything. You know? <laughs> like, Stan, did you know that uh, Elon Musk is building a thing here in Austin? He's like, dude. No, what's he building? He's moved to Austin, he's, I thought. Well, he's building a Tesla thing. I think he's building offices. It's, but he also got well, the. Well, it's, it's a manufacturing plant. Got a manufacturing plant, yeah. but he also got the contract for Austin public transportation expansion for the trains. What? 
Poo-poo yeah, for the pub, for the uh, what are they? They're not subways. Are they subways? I think they're gonna be like hey. L trains. Yeah, L trains. We're yeah, all yeah. getting Iron Man suits here, Stan and Austin. Are we coming hey. through? Can you hear us, Stan? We're getting yeah, yeah. suits. I'll be, the, I'll be the first to say uh, all billionaires like should not exist. But uh, I'll be the second but, to say it. If Elon Musk gives us uh, gives us some public transportation trains in a major metropolitan area, I would. Uh, not be again. Well, it's not like he donated. Like he, he's getting a bunch of money. Here's what I heard: Elon it. Musk oh, said that he invented flight in the airplane, and I was like, "Whoa, man!" I that's thought that a was stretch. Orville Redenbacher. That's yeah, Orville dude, Redenbacher. it was Orville. It was the Six Flags guy. Yeah, Six Flags guy invented uh, invented flight. That's what I remember. That Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. Yeah, he invented flight. And you so, didn't know that? And I, so I have a story about nipples. Do you guys mind if I tell six my nipples story? Six Flags guy. Yeah, Six Flags guy. You guys mind if I still my tell my nipple story? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. So I have a nipple story, okay? So this is my nipple story. Mm-hmm. It's my story that I have about nipples. There's a lot of preface to this. Okay. What I'm, yeah, no, what I'm going to tell you next is my nipple story, okay? Okay. So what happened is what... Ha- well, what happened, this is going to be my nipple story is what I'm going to tell you. Wait, is this is a story what about What story nipples? are you telling? The nipple story. You've heard this? No. Oh, okay. I'm going <laughs> to tell it to you, all right? Okay. So here we go. Nipple story. Five, four, three... Two, one. This is going to be my nipple story. Hold on, I'm, that's <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to tell it. I want to tell the story. All right. So I was dating. I was in marching band. Yeah. I was in the marching band. I. I was supposed to paint the field. Okay. I was the field painting boy. Field painting boy. the marching boy. band duty. It was part of my marching band duty. So. I was dating a girl that was in color guard, okay? And I really liked this girl a lot, and I was in you good shape. Logan, you can't say that anymore. It's like 2021. I really What's like wrong this with that? Girl. I really it's like African this. African-American guard. Oh, oh. no. Stan, oh. <laughs> you killed it. You got him. You have now been eaten I'm alive by this rabbits. Podcast. So I was dating this girl in the, in the, I was dating this girl in the person of color guard. And I really liked her a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I was painting the field, me and actually Matthew. And I was shirtless because I wanted her to see my physique. I wanted her to see my excellent form, my muscles, my bulging, rippling chest muscles, shoulder muscles, my, the muscles in my biceps, my triceps. Dude, I've seen I pictures to of see you. You were my skinny. Lats and traps. You were skinny. You Don't listen muscles. to that Chinese communist propaganda. <laughs> Don't listen to that. That's Xi Jinping talking. I had huge fucking muscles, okay? I looked like Bruce Lee, okay? And I'm walking past her, and I'm kind of like giving her eyes, right? Because I was like, what's going to go down later? It's going to be hot. What's going to be literally giving her eyes? Yeah, I was like, gifting her people's eyes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. And I wasn't watching where I was walking, and I walked next to a young woman who uh, was a dear friend of mine, and she th- took one of those sabers, you know, the sabers that color guard girls light throw? Lightsabers. Yeah, like lightsabers. Like the little, the little swords they throw. Mm-hmm. And she threw it up in the air to spin it. Like, they, they like, have to spin it really hard. And they have to, I mean, to get the, all the rotation, they have to throw it really hard. Yeah. Right? So she just yoinks it up, and I walked right past her at that moment, and it hit my nipple so hard that the nipple was hanging off. Uh-uh. My oh, nipple that's gross. was hanging off my body. I still have a scar on my nipple. Um, that is—that's disgusting, and I don't want to know. You. That's well, inappropriate. And the the worst part about it, guys, was when 
You know how when you get flicked in the nipple, your nipple gets hard, right? Yes. You guys know this? Mm-hmm. So a lot of blood came What's out. What's this? It there was it couldn't <laughs> get hard, so it just bled more and hurt more. It was it was a it was a brutal pain. I, I hope none of you ever get your nipples ripped off. Did you off. play it cool or were I, you like No, I didn't play it cool. <laughs> I was a baby. I yeah. was throbbing on the floor. Oh, no. I throbbing? instantly fell to the floor and I throbbed. You, okay. You know you know what I'm I gotta say, thing. that's a weird way to try and get a girl's attention. Hey girl, it worked. you mind if I throb hey, a little bit? Hey bro, it worked. That girl's name was Barack Obama. <gasps> <gasps> Woo! Oh, the year? The year was 2007. <laughs> Guess what happened next year? He became, he Prince, became the president. Prince he became died. The president. Uh, he became the first Logan, you know what I think about when I think uh, about you bleeding out in a football yeah. field? Um, I think about like a clown with a flower. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got yeah. the seltzer water in it. And it's spraying. Yeah. That was my nipple. <laughs> like a Tarantino film. My nipple was like... Also, listeners, we're gonna like we're gonna sprinkler, actually like, a, uh, like every now and then it goes like it goes like. Jimmy, that was actually a big graphic for our family listeners. Can you bleep that out really quick? I will bleep that out. Do you yes, have to bleep? I haven't bleeped in a while. Can you, um, can you, you. unbleep okay, cool. that real quick? Let me un- let me do a reverse bleep. This is a first on the Danger Junior. Oh yeah, like like that, that shit that Eminem different. used to do. Mm. Yeah, dude, sounds different. Uh, I well, when I was a kid, yeah, I ahead. listened to Eminem a lot in seventh grade. That I was. Uh, that's funny because I, your name. Oh, I know, right? I that 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 joke was not lost to me at the time. Yeah, but uh, but as a in seventh grade, I got really into hip hop, and I was wearing like giant fucking basketball jerseys, pants that I still can't fit, and I'm fat. So cool. <laughs> so cool. And uh, and I I was like really into hip hop. And my parents are worried and all that shit, but uh, mm. but I remember I had the edited version of the Eminem record, so so whenever he bleeps, he just does it backwards instead, you know. Oh yeah, that's uh, Kanye used to do that too back Ish. in the day. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Right. So what? I learned yeah. the Eminem songs with that in there. Yeah. So like, there's like, a, a track about drugs, and he says like uh, magic mushrooms in it, right? But yeah. apparently they decided you can't say that. Mm-hmm. So they reverse that. So whenever I sang along to it, I always go with like like that. Like I would, <laughs> I would sing the reverse. <laughs> and your friends were all like, "Stan is very sick. Stan, <laughs> Stan is very sick." Man, <laughs> dang, bro, it's cr- yeah. No, I had that. Uh, and the Fuji's the score. And actually, the Fuji's the score doesn't have an unedited version. I don't think. I think because some oh, of the songs are heroes. explicit and some of the songs aren't. Heroes by. David Bowie? No, the Fujis are heroes for doing that. Oh. Yeah. Not having an unedited version? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I think some of the songs are edited and some of the songs they just say it. And it's like, why? I guess maybe it was a radio thing. It might have been a radio thing. That was like the first time I heard the unedited version of... uh, It was a Black Eyed Peas song. Um, They say retarded. Let's get rewarded. Yeah. yeah, I heard that for the first <laughs> time just like two years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh have shit, you, they really said that. Have yeah. you noticed? <laughs> but, have you noticed that Slur's been making a comeback? I feel like I keep running into people, like hang, I'll be at work or somewhere else, and somebody will just say it, and I'll be like, yo, yeah. I've, what? I've well, definitely don't you noticed. Don't work in Tennessee? I've definitely noticed <laughs> yeah, that Slur making a comeback. Dude, it is jarring after it's been gone for a little bit, because yeah. I remember the first time. Uh, 
in in seventh grade, I remember the first time that it was like not okay. Mm-hmm. Not that it's ever been like okay, but we had a, a science teacher. I, I think he had. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I, I'm a queer person, and like calling things gay was a thing. Yeah, oh, I, I remember that. Um, that was that uh, definitely contributed to me being in the closet for much longer than it should have been. Hell but, yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear, Stan. <laughs> but I know too. <laughs> well, with the R word, like, I just think there's better ways to say it. Like, dumb fuck. Dumb fuck just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. yeah and better. I like, yeah. I like, um, no, I can't say it. Piece of shit. No, I can't say it. Dipshit. No, I can't say it. Is it oh, onomatopoeia? Keep, yeah, guessing. keep guessing, though. Is keep it onomatopoeia? Because that's one that one's it's really hard. That's not, a really hard you, want me to, you want me to bleep it? Is it, it? fuckwad? It's not fuckwad. Here, bleep it for Let me, me bleep quick. it. Right, one, two, three. Uh, almost. almost. One, I'm going to count you down. Okay. I'm going to say it, and then you bleep it at the same time. Okay, cool. One, two, three. Are we doing it on three? Or yeah. are we doing- oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so one, two, three, go. I'm going to say one, okay. two, three, and then it's on go. All one, two, three, idiot. Wow! Oh, if you guys heard that, you'd be pissed. Wait, y'all. Yeah, you're I didn't know you guys had racists on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We sometimes do. There's more racist here. In when, this when I've been watching uh, anime for a little bit, sometimes I'll say, hey, "Can you believe this one more time?" Yeah, let me get this. One, two. Why are you doing so slow? Three. Oh. Baka. Okay. That's what they say in oh. Japan. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just wanted to. Just wanted to share. I'm sorry, um, I threw up a little bit. I just exactly. threw up a little bit in my mouth from just the pure hatred I deserve. I'm glad to know that you're as devout as we vomit. are. I hate vomit. I'm going to take that down as a note. Hate vomit. Hate uh, vomit. Do you, guys, do you guys think that's enough? Or does anyone have any other stories I want to tell a story that yeah, dude, we got, doesn't have to we've do We've got nipples. nipple stories. Oh, I thought the auto-tune was back. <laughs> oh, I can't. I get, yeah. We've got nipple stories. That was really nah, that was off. That one All was right, off. I want to tell a story that happened yeah, to me today. Yeah. I'll I'll insert nipples into it. Here we go. Do you want to auto tune intro yourself? Right you can now? get you can get put on a list for that, man. Uh, that's all right. I'm already on a couple lists. I'm already on a couple. Lists. I'm already on a couple lists. I get in any club I want to. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm I'm a bartender. <laughs> I know. And I was making my own bitters, but to do that, you need a lot of barks and herbs. Um, so I went to this garden. I'm not going to name it because I like them, but I also want to make fun of them. So uh, I go to this garden, I go into their shop, and they've got a lot of herbs. Is Autotune still on? It, it shouldn't be. Okay, it's not. Okay, great. Um and uh dude they uh that's the first place i've been where they're actually like selling crystals and like <laughs> they had a uh a broken where bone do tea. where do i buy herbs and crystals yeah can you know what you, you didn't want to get this place in trouble just send me the address like i'll send you the address are you in austin texas it might be a bit uh, of a commute for you no, baby, I can be there if you need me to. Let's go. I do need I like you to the come sound of that. to Maynard, Texas, like uh, outside of Austin. Is that where it is? I pulled in. No, they can't. You can't have your engine running after you park. You that can't have your cell phone out while you're near the garden. And then they have cases and cases of crystals, and you have to sanitize your hands before you touch them. 
They right. how, wait, like how many Christmas sanitizer? Did they just like make you sage your hand? Yeah, how many? Yeah, I don't over, know. I should have asked. I should have asked. It's how like, many like crystals did you need to touch? Uh, I, well, you aren't allowed to touch them unless you really. You have to like prove that you believe in it. And I was already easy. like making fun of it as soon as I so came. They gatekeep you. They gatekeep. Yeah. They gatekeep you at they, the crystal shop. Uh, they do. I mean, they obviously. Everybody writing that down. Everyone writing that down as a premise for a sketch. Crystal gatekeepers. <laughs> that actually sounds like. Um, that actually sounds like a nice fantasy um, person. Like uh, maybe they're prison crystal guards gatekeepers. and they're made out of crystals. Final boss. It's, crystal gatekeepers. It's the um, it's the the villain from the cyber the cyber demon from Scooby Doo. Yeah, they look like that. Uh, Final boss. That's what the employees there look like. And they're trying to sell you tea, and they're trying to sell you crystals. This story is already a Blake sketch. Uh, and it might be. Yeah. <laughs> I might be writing this down right now, but um, he just writes down Blake sketch. Yeah. So I walked up there. I said, "Hey, I need some green cardamom pods. I need some allspice berries, and I need some cassia chips." And they said, "You got it, bro. Let me see those nips." And so I pulled up my shirt, mm-hmm. nice. and they said, "Hold on." They said, "They oh. said, they said, what's the deal with that?" And I said, "Oh, these." And what I look is down, the deal? And I pop them like this. Now, for the listener, doing a strong downward motion with both index fingers across my pointy opposable thumb length nips, <laughs> and they're bouncing right back up. She says, "She says, what's the deal with that, man?" And so I bought some tea to fix that. I'm hoping it works in the next few weeks. That's my story. Hope it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, they're, like, you didn't, they're, they're like, you didn't touch the red crystal, did you? I'm like, well, you got to buy this tea. Like they make you, they just <laughs> yeah. like trick you into like ailments. Oh, Beth? You know, uh, I'd be careful with it, man. Yeah. It might be like some monkey's paw tea or something. Yeah. Like I would try some, some, uh, some turmeric. It's anti-inflammatory. Oh, I'm allergic. Really is. Oh, yeah. okay. Then just like—is that o- the only cure for these? Oxycontin <laughs> <laughs> as well. Oh, great! I'm yeah. Dude, just try that out tonight. Put some oxys in a glass full of lean. That's a wonky slush. Wonky slush. Just muddle oxycontin. Wonky, wonky Lean, simple syrup and crushed ice. Shake and strain. Shake and strain, baby. Mm-mm. Jimmy, um, you got you got any nipples? Um, yeah. Got some nipples under that shirt? <laughs> I do have nipples. Um, I'll Damn, just go girl, ahead and you lactate that. with those nipples? I'll go ahead and clarify that right now, player. I got <laughs> nipples. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just like, like every man, you know, that tries to be a human, that tries to be on this earth. God. I've seen my share of nipples, mm. okay? Mm. Yeah. Preach. Um. Sometimes I, I've got a thing where like, well, I think everybody has a thing. If you see nipples, you got to look at them, dude. Mm-hmm. And I wish that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. you know, like and if I am, if I see someone's nipples, it's a nipple, bro. It's like, 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 how do you not like, look at it? It's yeah. a nipple. It's kind of like Sauron's eye. And yeah. that's my story, dog. But there's two of them. <laughs> I like that story. It's more of a memoir, if you That's will. That's why the second book is called The Two Towers. Yeah. Yeah. The Two Nips. You're right. Yeah, it's you're right. right. It's about him trying not to look at a pair of nips. I got a quick nip story. Quick nips. Quick nip slip. <laughs> quick nips. When I was in high school, uh, in the drama program, 
we the not we used to play this game, but this game was played played to me. It was just a prank that they would constantly do. It was you were called, bullied. Not really, because oh, it was like trauma. Well, so there's like uh, it was a friend of mine and like a younger guy, and I don't want to dox them because I don't have to bleep it. But let's call the first one. Do you want to do it on the count of three? I can believe it. No, no, no. <laughs> we're we're gonna call the first guy, um, um, Carl. And before he gives, and before he gives him a name, and then never use. It. He's gonna be Carl, Carl, and the other one's gonna be Nathan. Is that with a K or a C? It's with a K. Okay, good. Carl and Nathan. Carl and Nathan would play this game called Turn Off the Dark. All right, and it was a fun game where you would they'd be like Spider-Man hey. game. I was about to say. Uh, yeah. So they'd be like, "Hey, just go in the men's dressing room with us. We got this fun game called Turn Off the Dark. You, it's hilarious. Uh, this story is going the wrong way. I don't. It's not as bad as you think. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> so what would happen is we would get in there, all right, mm-hmm. and then they close the door and be like, "Okay, what's this fun game we're gonna play?" And Carl would go turn off the dark. He would hit the light switch and he would run away to the opposite side of the room. And we it's pitch black in there when you turn off the lights. Um, so then we'd run to the to the light switch and scramble and we'd turn it on. And in like the seven to eight seconds, the lights were off. We'd turn around and Nathan would be completely naked. Like he had taking off his clothes yep. down to an art. Yep. And he would chase us out of the room with his floppy penis. And, ru- and he was rubbing his nips going like, ooh, turn off the dark. That guy yeah. has an OnlyFans you, now. You, st- you promised us this story wasn't going to go like that. It did go it immediately. Well, it's not like, it's it's not like anyone to touched me. Yeah. Okay, It's not like anyone anyone got molested. No, it was okay? a guy that was very violently sexually harassed. He was very violently <laughs> repre- repressing his sexuality that yes. he couldn't express in any other way except for labeling it as a prank. Well, you know, his parents were like pastors slash also Christian been teachers. Been there. So, been yeah. there. I think all of us have been there. You got right the whole now. picture now. Yeah. yeah. What in the Klein drama dressing room? It's so funny. I feel like I know this guy. Yeah, I yeah. know this guy. What's mm-hmm. his name? Go ahead. His name for the, the show is Nathan. Nathan. Oh, Nathan. That's Nathan. Carl thought it was funny to watch us run out of the room. Yeah. So he was like, "I love this game." Yeah, I don't blame him. That and Carl and Nathan. Oh yeah, Carl. Big Carl. Time. Carl has a girlfriend. She's really cute. Okay. Oh. Uh, so yeah. I they I played are. a similar game. We, we we used to initiate people in. In drumline, which is you know hazing is not not okay, but uh, it's a little okay. We would we would have the freshman drumline people come into the uh, the PAC Performing Arts Center, mm-hmm. um, and do you know those like big shell walls that like you put on a stage? Do you, I don't know how else to describe them? They're big, like kind of concave walls they for soundproofing yeah you can like move them around wheels so we would have them go in there and then they would have to run the length of one of those in pitch blackness and like jump over all of the the little uh the wheels and Mm -hmm. struts and support beams Mm -hmm. and uh you just punch them no Mm -hmm. you just jump over them no, and I'm saying then, you would punch the freshmen. No, oh. no. We used to do this thing where we'd like throw sticks at them. They'd have mm-hmm. to block them with uh, shields that were marching. Were you, like characters from, were you like characters from the Old Testament? Yes. And that was the whole bit because we went to Old Testament High. Mm. And there's an anime about us probably. O-T-H. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to write that anime actually. Old Testament High. Old Testament uh, High. <laughs> Old Testament High Emergency Response. The acronym yeah. is Other. You've got to circumcise yourself. 
then, <laughs> that's a whole episode. <laughs> I got a, I got a hot take. I got a hot take about Hayden. You ready okay, to hear it? You ready? Yeah. You're, here, you're ready for you hearing me, Stan? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm here. You know when they banned uh, hazing at like uh, Greek Life and like at uh, frats and sororities? It's at UT, I think, right? UT. Yeah, after, I think LSU was like a big. A, part a of lot of thing. people are like, whenever they're like, "Oh, it's bad hazing case," and a kid dies, they just ban hazing. I think um, instead they shouldn't have done that, and then rich people would have been like, "Oh yeah, we shouldn't keep funding these things because they kill our children." Yeah. I don't know if that would work. Well, if it was bad enough PR, it, I mean, they'd have to shut it down, right? Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have organized groups I think of it privilege. Was, I think it was probably like between that and shutting down all fraternities. Yeah, and they were like, we done that. And they were like, well, we can't do that because otherwise, how would we get people Blade. in the skull and bones? Is that? Yeah, how would recruit? we get people to come to the Bohemian Grove? Uh, that's mm. crazy. I almost, I, I was almost in a frat at one point. That's crazy, right? Me in a frat. That's crazy. I was invited to join a film frat. A film frat. Film frat. Dude, you actually sucked. shoot film. You're only allowed to watch Fight Club. They like would make four <laughs> projects a semester, and you had to get approved, and like you would work on them, but all of them ended up just in post. Huh. They, I've never seen Sounds a single right. one of their projects. <sighs> That's life, though. You know. That's a shame. Yeah, and they had. They, also, their parties were like they would do one a year. I'm like, what? I thought I the whole like point of you guys were to get laid. We need to find the people in that frat. Uh-huh. And as Danger Jr., we need to release their work. No, it's no, not okay, good. Okay, it's okay, not okay. good. We need to we need to make a documentary about this frat. Danger Jr. present. It, it, uh, Delta Kappa Alpha. But instead Delta of being about Kappa a fraternity, Alpha. it's about uh, organized. It's about church. No, oh, I like that. Alpha Sigma Sigma. Uh... I don't know. The, yeah. the return. The return. Well, it's the return. Any, you know, it's any, other, any other nip, uh, nip stories? I think we got enough to, to write off of. Stan, you know what happens next? Slash, I'm also going to tell the listener. I don't remember. So, so we're going to we're gonna turn off the microphones for an hour. All right. And then we're just okay. going to write. It could be a sketch. It could be a scene. It could be prose. Literally anything. And then we're going to read it all together. Uh, in the second half of the show, um, often we give out parts and stuff like that. Um, yeah. What what else? Any any other? And then we'll do like some critiques and stuff. But no, like we're not going to tear you a new one. We're just going to be like, yeah, I really like that. And oh, yeah. uh, here's a here's a good way to punch up that joke or whatever. For you listeners, we're uh, we're going to go write some stuff, and we'll catch you guys later after the break. Hey guys, I uh, want to take a quick break from the show to talk about our sponsor this week, uh, Giuseppe and his luxury showers. I actually, um, this is the first uh, time we've actually had this on the show, but we actually have the sponsor here to talk about his luxury showers. Giuseppe, how do you, how do you feel about your product? What, hello, what hello. I'm a Giuseppe. I have a showers. And they're luxurious, right? My showers are luxurious. <laughs> I have three guys, best friends. We are best friends, the three of us. We are best friends. Yes, yes we are I, very I, I good have friends. No other friend. We have many friends, the four of us. Yes. I, I'm really glad you guys have all friends, but um, ask, talk me about, about, uh, ask me about a shower. Okay. Uh, uh, what, what's your name, sir? <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, what kind of uh, what kind of showers uh, does just? They're great. Yeah, they're okay. But what kind of showers are we talking about here? Golden 
golden showers are so good. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Talk so to Giuseppe about them. Okay, uh, Ryan, <laughs> listen. Uh, yes, Giuseppe. Listen to Giuseppe. I'm telling you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna take a shower, the golden shower. Gonna make you take a fucking. Sh- I take a shower. Uh huh. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, kind of. Listen to Giuseppe. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take a shower. Are we talking about a literal shower Ask or like Giuseppe, an event shower? Friends, guys. He has many friends. He'll tell you. Okay, you sir with the buzz cut. What's your deal? Why are you here? I'm. I, I have many haircut in one. I have four haircut in one. This guy cut every hair. I cut many hair. I have myself. I have five haircut on one head. It takes several hours. Many hours every day, five haircut, one head. Okay, do you do that in one of Giuseppe's luxury showers, perhaps? Here's how I cut the hair. Okay. Listen, he's going to tell you. He's okay. going to tell you about his hair. Okay, please tell me about your hair. What's your name, sir? My name, my name, Brian. Okay, Ryan, Brian, and Giuseppe, and the third guy we're going to get Similar to names. Okay. The three of us. Uh-huh. I get in the shower. Uh-huh. I turn it on. Yes. I immediately get out. <laughs> I leave the shower on for four hours. I turn off. Uh-huh. Go get haircut. Yes. Go to sleep. <laughs> Listen. He does. He does this every day. Every day. He wake up every day. 3 a.m. He asks... He come to Giuseppe. He say, Giuseppe. How do I waste water much? (laughs) How do I waste much water? He said, Giuseppe, I got to waste it of water. I'm making him a pasta. Yeah, you make him the pasta at 3 a.m. Giuseppe speaking. Sorry. I'm making my pasta. Pasta fagiol, pasta bagula, pista pasta di gongo sopula. He say, Ryan, Brian, other guy. <laughs> that is my name. That is my name. My name is Udair Guy. It's That's not what you told me. Terrible. You told me your name was David hyphen Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> other guy slash David hyphen Lynch. Which one is it? He took his wife's last name. He's <laughs> other guy David hyphen Lynch. <laughs> he has more name, name than I have haircut. Well, okay, well, David hyphen Lynch, what do you have to say about Giuseppe's luxury showers? Because I feel like these guys are not doing a good advertisement. For a limited time only, mm-hmm. Giuseppe luxury shower also so come, with, come with Giuseppe luxury massage lotion, which Giuseppe himself milk every day to make lotion. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. That's... And, you gotta, and you gotta ask her where I milk it from. Don't ask. <laughs> We just, we just say it's farm to table. That's all people farm need to, to know. Farm to table. That's what I say. You're going to ask where I milk it from. I say, you don't never ask. fucking ask that question. Don't never. ask. Never. I think I don't, don't ask. My name's Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> that's David hyphen Lynch. You don't ask. Okay, Giuseppe. <laughs> yes. You like a shower. I love it a shower. You're yeah, going to love it a shower too. Hey, uh, hey, uh, you're going to listen. Take it a shower. Take uh, a Giuseppe shower. I- Gonna have a golden shower. Now Giuseppe do podcast. Now, now American man leave. <laughs> Giuseppe do podcast with three friends. Take off pants. Take pants off. Leave. We take pants off. 
Into shower Welcome together. Giuseppe Sexy Hour Podcast. Uh, no, it's actually the Danger Junior Golden Shower Hour. Uh, this is Giuseppe Show now. <laughs> oh, All right. and there it is. We our, take over mini podcast. That's that's from our. Uh, so that was uh, a pre-recorded our, our sponsor ad. <laughs> from Giuseppe's. Golden showers. <laughs> yep. That was our All advertisement. Man. Or welcome uh, back to the show. No we got some I'm sketches not. for you fucks. Sorry, that's Guess right. what, a- you idiots? That was us the whole time. <laughs> you are you're all losers. Checkmate. Stan, how did you feel about the how'd you feel about the writing in the hour? Oh, the writing in the what? In how'd, the hour, like how'd your you writing. Feel? How'd you feel? How'd you feel? Oh, the writing hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the writing hour. Uh I felt I felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah, I felt we- uh, as if the very people I love the most had wrapped me up in my sleeping bag and thrown me in the rape. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's like what that. we want from for our guests. We want you to feel out in the wild. We want you to feel like you're in, lost in the woods. We want oh, you to feel I, like Bigfoot and that you're also searching for, for Bigfoot, but also you, are, you were murdered by Bigfoot. And since, and since Bigfoot has no mirrors, perpetually searching. Because he has no idea. All right, let's get on with the show. Checkmate. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake, you're up. All right. Uh, This is my sketch. I wrote it in an hour. Uh, Carl will be played by Stan. Um, Does everybody have a sketch, by the way? Get hurt. Oh, I got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jimmy will be playing Nathan. Um, Well, let me back up. Uh, Carl... For for so Stan Carl is a very yeah. cool cucumber. He's very sure cucumber? of himself. No, that's, that's Stan's. Do you need to okay. explain again? No, no, no. I can find it. Okay. Um. So you're cool as a cucumber. Yes, very sure of yourself. Uh, you're friends with with Nathan. Nathan will be read by Jimmy. Nathan is very anxious. Um. So think anxious. Okay. Uh, Logan, you'll be reading the part of cornflake. Got it. Uh, you're gonna. It's you like li- a snowflake. But you listen from the, to you from listen to fish, if you know what I mean. Oh hell yeah! With that's P H I S H. Oh, I know what that is. Um, Austin. Oh wait, I didn't write that part in. Uh, you're gonna be playing Larry Graham, <laughs> the preacher. Okay. No, the uh, oh, inventor Barry. of Graham crackers. Drake's Drake's uncle, actually. I am uh, Drake's uncle, Larry Graham. And I will be reading stage direction. Got it. I'll be Nathan. You're gonna be Nathan. All right. Is it cool if I'm Nathan? No. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> any questions? All right. Here we go. This is my sketch. I'm my, and my name. My name is Blake Brown, and this is my sketch. Sooner or later. Hey, bro, I got some errands to run today. I know your roommates are at. You want to tie along? Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I, I'm finishing up some chores right now, and and then I've got a shower since I'm a little stinky. Uh, did did you want me to meet at your place? Yeah, mine. Nah, man, I I got you. Sick, dude. I'll see you in twenty. Yeah. Nathan scrubs the dishes in his sink extra fast. Carl's expecting him in twenty minutes, and. He knows that he can't shower and get dressed any quicker than 12 minutes, that is. He knows because he's timed it. 
That leaves him less than a minute to finish <laughs> scrubbing his dishes. He finishes scrubbing the plates he likes and throws the rest in the trash. <laughs> he rips his clothes off and starts his shower. He looks at his naked body in the mirror with a frown. He was sick of his long, sensitive nipples. He dissociated a bit as he daydreamed of plastic surgery. He longed to have normal nipples. Nathan was so tired of dressing in thick layers. What he would give to just wear a white t-shirt on a pleasant day. He looked at the clock on the wall and realized how little time he had. He couldn't be late. He jumped in the shower and violently scrubbed his body, slowing down only to clean his chest. He gingerly stroked along his index finger length nipples with the lathered soap. Blushing to himself, he let out an involuntary moan. Ooh. Then rinsed the lathered soap off of his hairy chest. At this point, he knew he would be late unless he hit every green light. He hoped Carl wouldn't be too, too disappointed. He rushed out of the shower. As he did, the shower curtain brushed his long erect left nipple. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> he moaned loudly. He didn't want to. He looked at himself in the mirror as he was hurriedly drying off. His face was beet red with embarrassment. He slapped himself to shake it off, threw on clothes onto his still damp body. He was definitely going to be late now. He called Carl to deliver the bad news. God damn it. Carl? Yeah, what's up, bro? Hey, man, uh, listen, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be late. Oh, man, no sweat, bro. I was watching videos about stealing bitter. Really? Sorry, man. I, I promise. I'm on the way now. All good, bro. See you soon, buddy. Don't sweat. A single tear ran down Nathan's face as he sped down the highway. A few moments later, he was pulling up to Carl's place. He was five minutes late. Carl walked out and hopped into his car. Nathan got out of his car and hopped into Carl's passenger seat. Carl threw on some expensive sunglasses. Let's get some help! The two drove fast to the herb farm outside of town. They didn't talk at all, but instead opted for bobbing their heads to some John Prine song. Nathan couldn't shake the sense of dread that weighed heavy in his gut. With a furrowed brow, he gazed out the passenger side window. Ten minutes later, they arrived at a small house with a shop and farm out back. They parked. You been here before? No, uh, never really needed herb. Herb, herb, yeah. herb, herb. Her herb. Yeah, neither. I just been itching to make some brews. Feel me? Yeah, I, f I feel you. This place is crazy. Did you read the signs of the injury? Yeah, these signs are some real woo woo types. Did you actually turn off your phone? What? The sign said, please turn off your phones on arrival, no video or photos of the garden. Oh, shit. These are some woo-woo types, huh? I was talking about the sign that said no idle cars. <laughs> Good thing you turned that car off. <laughs> no kidding, man. They probably, they really, they would have probably like banished me into a crystal or some shit. <laughs> the two walked inside the shop to find rows and rows of miscellaneous glass bottles organized alphabetically. The dreadlocked shopkeep came out of the back to greet them. What's up, brothers? You two new here? Yeah, bro. For some herb. Oh, got you, bro, bro. Hey, what do you need? What ails you? 
Oh, nothing ails me, man. I'm just doing a little brew-brew, you feel? Oh, absolutamente, bro-bro. Hey, what about you, Brody? What ails you? Oh, oh, who, who, me? Yeah, bro. Oh, I, I've got ailments, but let, let me look around for a minute. Carl needs to find his herbs anyways. Oh, you can <laughs> tell me, bro. I've helped every kind of customer. I'm somewhat of a uh, shaman, you know? Listen. Listen, man. What? What's your name? Oh hell, it's Cornflake, brother. Cornflake, I I have anxiety, pretty severe. I'll add. I I really want to be as cool as my friend Carl there. Also, a nipple issue. See, look. Nathan quickly pulled up his shirt. The shirt caught on his index finger length nipples, and he barely stifled a moan. Oh, I got you, bro, bro. Come to my crystal cabinet. Don't touch them, though, for paying customers only. They'll fix your issues, though. Cornflake pulls three crystals out of his cabinet. They are nicely colored with small stick-on labels near the bases that read, from left to right, Nip Shrinker, Nerve Soother, and Funk. So many. (laughs) So, So, these will fix my issues? Oh, yeah, bro. Hey, have you ever used... Healing crystals? No. Uh, how, how do they work? You're going to stick a Kratom pill up your pooter. Then rub them ferociously. They'll start taking effect right away. Great! It, d- please don't tell my buddy. He motions at Carl. Hey, you got it, bro, bro. It's going to be $1,200 for all three. Oh, whoa, wow. $1,200? And then I'm going to... I'm push my sunglasses down and look over my sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, you are. A small price to pay for spiritual healing. And then I'm intimidated and I take my sunglasses off. Mm-hmm. Let me just check my bank account. Where are your Kratom pills, by the way? Oh, right over here behind our crystal gatekeeper. Cornflake points at a crystalline being that was rocking back and <laughs> forth in front of a small bottle of pills. Nathan shrieks and leaps towards it. He grabbed a sword that has been lying against the crystal cabinet and, and threw it like a javelin at the crystal gatekeeper. It cried out as it was struck by the sword, then shattered to the ground. Nathan grabbed a pill out of the bottle, thrust it up his butt, then jumped back towards the crystals and started furiously rubbing them. <laughs> they all emitted a bright white light. Nathan looked at his nips and awes. They shrunk down to the size and shape of an old world pepperoni. His anxiety subsided for the first time in his life, and to his surprise, funk legend Larry Graham shot out of the funk crystal. You freed me from my prison. Let me grant you the power of funk. Larry Graham spun around and played the bass line to Sooner or Later, a sleeper hit from 1983, as he let out a shazam, zapping Nathan. The kratom in his butt ignited, and he got really cool. <laughs> so I have a que- I have a question. Did he just learn the power of funk and his nipples are still the same? No, they, no, they, they shrunk, they shrunk down, down, down. Of old okay, world they pepperonis. Shrunk. Old world style pepperoni. But I didn't know if Marco's like, shout, shout out Marco's Pizza. Yeah. Uh, old or old world style pepperoni is pretty good. Yeah. I just didn't know if it like went to a weirder nipple. But he also learned the power of funk. Oh which yeah, is totally a, fine and evens it out. Yeah, totally. It's it, honestly a really good deal for twelve hundred dollars. 
heavy price. I would pay for the power of funk. Yeah, I feel like Larry Graham made quite a bit more money. Now than he that. got the funk. Yeah, dude, he got the funk. He gotta have that funk. Boy, and you can't take funk. it back either. Dang, bro. No. I was, I'm funk gonna... is a one-way. Funk is a one-way transaction. It is. I was gonna say I felt like you went way too hard in the paint on the nipples bit at the beginning of the sketch, <laughs> because dude. then I thought this sketch was t- just gonna be about the store, dude. Typical Blake gives me the most <laughs> yeah. insane things to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about the sketch at all. It's yeah. about getting me to say something extremely yeah. insane. Well, I, and also something that happened to us earlier because yeah. he was five minutes late to our meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, All he wants is, is just out of context samples of you that you can exactly, really yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I thought, all about. I thought that was just like a one-off, like, and he's got weird nipples. <laughs> and I was like, we just spent a whole page on that. Um, but then, of course, the sketch is about the nipples in the end. I thought it was just going to be like they show up and some guy's like, hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Oh, I got um, weird nips. Yeah. I got Chong weird nips you. too, bro. I, just, the inv- the inv- I gotta admit, I didn't, I didn't see it starting with weird nipples and ending with the Crystal Gatekeeper and Funk Legend Larry, Larry Graham. Larry Graham. Yeah. Um, me neither, man. To be honest, but that's the thing about these sketches. You never know where they're gonna take you. But that's life. You never, you know, know. brother. True. I well, do. um, I have a note. You have a note. I have okay. an idea. I have a note. Okay. I think he should get the funk before his nipples reduce, or mm-hmm. maybe he's just cool with his nipples at the end. I think you're right. Yeah, mm. I like that. He's like, this is gonna fix your nipples. He's and like, then, slap that bass like you slapped your nipples. And that's oh, let's true get, funk. Bump. Yeah. Let's get real. Funk was never about looking normal. Funk, yeah, funk was, in fact, the direct opposite. So maybe getting the funk made him realize that that uh, his the things that made him different were what made him funk. That's beautiful. You're right. Yeah, yeah actually, beautiful. that is beautiful. Or maybe and, he finds his people. Um, man. She's like, come this way. If I had written the sketches, how would it end? She'd be like, come this way. And then and then he pulls back a curtain of beads, and then it opens up into like a grassy knoll. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's just a bunch of people with long nipples that like speak that. some different language. And yeah. they're like, but if, what son. If, the prodigal son. And then what if he's like, I don't, this isn't my thing. Yeah, I, don't I don't want, want long here. nipples. Yeah, I don't want to live here. You guys they're are like, weird. well, you have to. And then sooner or later, they shoot plays by Larry Graham. <laughs> All right. I think it's Jimmy's turn. Yeah, it's Jimmy's <laughs> turn. Yeah, Jimmy, what do you got for us? Uh, this is called Maki and Art. Maki. So, Maki. Um, Maki. Uga is going to be played by Blake. These are all cavemen, by the way. Okay. Clep yeah. is going to be played by Stan. Hekka is going to be played by Logan. That's a female. I love it. Very important. And I'm sultry. Yeah, is that a sultry. pretty high-pitched voice? or is that? It's just particularly a female. I got a voice. Um, I'm going to do a voice. All right. And, and the you're going to like it. historian is Austin. Yeah. Okay. And this I will do I'll do the narrating. Cavemen. That's um, my signature. I'm going to do my David. So, am I Uga or Aga? Uh, it's Uga. Okay. Uga. Let's see. Yeah, that's the most like caveman name I think I could think of. Uga. Yeah. And okay. this sketch is called Oh, and there's also Maki, which I will play Maki. Maki. Yeah. Maki. <laughs> That's me. I'll play. I'll play Maki. Okay. okay. This is called Maki and Art. A group of cavemen and women surround. <laughs> one, <laughs> hey, dude. I know my sketch is already funny, but like, <laughs> could you okay. let me read? All right. My bad. My bad. My bad. A group of cavemen and women 
surround one of their own. He has discovered something amazing. Maki, what have you done to our walls? There are men and beasts clearly seen on the walls of our sacred cave. Maki wants to remember. Maki has invented art. They all ooh and ooh. Maki, this is good. We are amazed. It's quite simple. You just stick the red chalk to the wall and draw your head memories, or as I invented, imaginations. Can you draw me? Like a spear taking down giant beast. Maki can make anything appear on sacred cave wall. Do it. Draw Aga with a spear taking down big beast. He draws Aga throwing a spear at a giant beast in a matter of minutes. Because it's just stick figures and they're all amazed. Now my children's children will know Aga take down big beast. Simple. Maki can make anything appear on sacred cave wall. Maki draws Clep with a drum and many cave ladies around him. Now my children's children will all know that Cap played some mean thundering drums that impressed men late. Our children's children will believe we are mighty men. Maki! (laughs) 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 Okay, hold on. Maki, I'm next. Draw me as an animal healer taking care of one hurt beast. Healing animals, hecka. Not very cool. Everyone calm. Maki just invented art. I can only do one at time. Ah, I'm healing an animal with your art and imagination. And I'm also the leader of the tribe. Draw, Maki. That is not able to be drawn, even for Maki. No cave woman would be leader. Uh, that also no sorcery. Draw, Maki, or I will spear you in your sleep. I, I guess I can try to art you, Hekka. Maki draws Hekka in an authoritative posture, giving direction to Ma- to Uga and Klep. It can be done. Cave women can rule over men. Art has told us so. Art has spoken. Boo! I hate art. <laughs> art is bad. We should kill Maki for making women more superior with art. My hands are cursed. Damn my head pictures for telling me to take chalk to walls. Art bad. Killing good. I was just following my passion. Suppress passion. Hekka is now more superior. We are one. The cavemen and women are in an uproar. A battle starts and there is a mini civil war. No one really realizes what they are fighting about, but they are all pretty angry as Maki archives the battle on the wall. Wait! Everyone stop! Hekka has imagination idea. Here we go. This is exactly what we are afraid of. Maki! Draw sky angels with ships that float above us. That way, our children's children will think that sky angels rule over us instead of one of us ruling over each other. That will stop the fighting. Sky angels, aliens from another place. I will make art of this, and the future generations will be left with a gender war. The gender division will cause them to imagine these sky angels. 
The belief in these imagination angels will unite them. Maki draws UFOs with alien-like figures above all of his previous art, cut to a historian in the modern times. The cavemen were instructed by the aliens to play music, kill big beasts, and draw big-breasted women. Thus explains the makeup and motivation for all human evolution. There you so, go. It's it was uh, great. it's not as it's not it's not as, as of a hitter of an ending as I would have hoped. But but here's um, the thing: if about you could this. change the ending to anything, what would you change it to? I I hadn't thought of it, or I would have wrote it down. Do they all shotgun beers and that would have been set aside their differences? Stan, you got any ideas? No. Uh, go ahead, Stan. Sorry. Uh, I think I don't know. I kind of like the idea of of them uh, getting more enthusiastic about drawing things by each other. So basically, fighting with each other through Maki's art. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I like that. And like the 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 story would get so convoluted that you wouldn't even know what you're looking at by the end of it. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. And this was way that longer than the sketch. Like this would definitely be way longer than the sketch. But yeah. to have someone be like Maki. Draw me beating Kenku in fight. Yeah. Draw me beating Kenku. And then Maki's like, okay, all right. And Maki draws it. And then Kenku sees it and he goes, what? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. Ragnar think he beat Kenku. Yeah. Maki. Yeah. (laughs) Draw Kenku, kill Ragnar. Like none of it's historical at all. It's just all (laughs) like fantasy. And the historian's like, like yeah. Yeah, the historian is like, Ragnar the Great. Defeated Kenku in a battle. Legend. Like, well, <laughs> that's the idea of the historian that I thought was so funny because, yeah. like, you see anyone on the History Channel or anyone, like, saying or, or like, taking so much, like, it's like you weren't context you out weren't of, some, of a small thing that's you like, know. you don't know. Yeah. And that's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I think funny. it's a really there's good a, Go ahead, There's, like, a book that we read in middle school uh, that that kind of, like, this idea. And it's like, uh, the Bible? Historians from the future, yeah. Uh, historians from the future uh, come across a modern day hotel or the ruin of a modern day hotel room, and there's like skeletons in it and all. Love it. And uh, and they're just going around, and it, it's basically like they look at the room out of the context of the modern world, yeah. and try to infer what everything is. And they just and they think like the that the toilet toilet with like the the paper like covers for the toilet seat now. Or like a, a sacred garment that you wear and you hold like the toilet scrubber and mm. you peer into the toilet and repeat the sacred phrase, sanitize, for your protection. That is what like I that. do. I, I like that concept. Yeah, yeah that's too. what I stole it from. <laughs> Straight up that. I mean, it's a really great idea for a sketch, Jim. I mean, you can do like so many more examples. You could do well, this for... honestly, like the the original sketch was that there's a guy that makes stick figures and everybody's so amazed. They're like, mm-hmm. what have you done? Mm-hmm. You've captured image on it walls. Looks just like and me. And then immediately someone <laughs> can draw or like paint like Van Gogh. Yeah. And they're all pissed. And yeah. it's more Maki specifically. He's like, what the hell? Like I just invented <laughs> stick figures. I just did art. And then, yeah, I just made art. And yeah. then, but it, this kind of was taken on yeah, a life so of its funny. own, but yeah, I yeah. wonder if like you could even go off on a tangent if you were to make this a uh, ninety-page feature film. Mm-hmm. Maki's getting money for art, 
and he like <laughs> by the aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sick. yeah, he's just getting money, and then you could just. There's so many allegories you can do with caveman yeah. invented art. Yeah. How does man destroy art? Yeah, you yeah. can do like rock star with it. Oh yeah, yeah, like Maki's like a big hit, and he's yeah. like getting laid and stuff. Oh, uh, Maki gets no, super pretentious. Maki no about feel it. like art today. Yeah. <laughs> Maki do good <laughs> art. Yes, and Maki, Maki's producers are like, it's in your rock yeah. contract. Yeah. You have to, but your tablet contract states. Maki, Maki sign rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maki say do art. We will caveman lawyer lawyer you into the oh, God, fucking grave. You have to change the name. Yeah. You don't need to change the name. He's a literal rock star. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, we're going to write this movie. This is a movie. All right, Jimmy, that's a movie. It's like a Rob Reiner documentary but about rocks. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Stan, let's go ahead and move on to you, man. Yes, Stan. Yours is... Uh, uh, is yours... Uh, my my you crystal gatekeeper. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was making sure. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I didn't assign characters. There's only two. Um... <laughs> Uh, who wants him? <laughs> I want to uh, read. You want to read? Yeah. Who wants to be the, the female character? I want to be the female. Be a, yeah, a, I want to be the female. Like oh, hippie. say no more. Say no more. That's that's oh, yeah. just me. Okay, Blake's female. Am I the customer? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're so so that so that would make Blake uh, amethyst. Oh, I'm amethyst. And, uh, right. Okay, great. And then the customer is just trying to trying to buy a salt lamp. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna read stage, stage you directions, a... Stan? And then uh, before, before we start, if you don't, whenever you're ready, if you don't mind just reading the title. Oh, yeah, sure. And, uh, and I'd like to workshop this one. Well, yeah, because I think it's a pretty bit of For sure. We love workshopping. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Crystal Gatekeeper. Customer walks up to a sales associate. Welcome to the Emerald Palace. Uh, how can we cleanse you today? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm looking for one of those pink salt lamp things that are supposed to help you with asthma uh, or something. Amethyst rolls her eyes, condescending. This is um, a place of healing, not uh, a target. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I saw the red and white everywhere. Made me think, are you like a pharmacy or, I don't know. Amethyst scoffs. <laughs> Um, we don't like peddle the toxins of your, uh, your so-called civilization. Oh, okay. I'm confused. What do you sell here? We, we don't, no, we don't sell. Uh, one does not sell the secrets of the, the cosmos themselves solidified into (laughs) crystalline perfection. Like, uh, one does not sell... (laughs) The nurturing love of of Mother Gaia. We we have no no more a right to her primordial wisdom than any, uh, I don't know, of sacred children. Hmm. Hmm. So, if I wanted to take this pink rock home with me, I could just that. Okay, that that pink rock is a purifying piece of the earth herself. And it cost nineteen eighty five. What? We, you wouldn't understand if if your if your third eye is blind, you you couldn't possibly see the true value, okay, of this still beating heart of uh, the earth. It says nineteen eighty five on the bottom here. That that's just 
that's just like the year that it was borrowed from our sacred mother. Look, lady, can I have this thing or not? It's, um, how, how, how can we children of nature ever claim to own any of her blessings? You cannot own that she birthed you. It says Target right here on the label. Do you even work here? Dark clouds billow up behind Amethyst as the light drains away and her eyes glow lavender and her hair billows in a seemingly mystic wind. Work here! We thrive here! We are Amethyst! Keeper of the crystalline charter of the chakras! We possess the knowledge that would shatter the foundations of your so-called reality. Back in reality, wide shot of customer and amethyst. They are standing in the aisle next to home appliances, and a table fan is blowing on her, and a light bulb and a lamp behind her flickers back on. Okay. Do you know where I can find some baby wipes? Aisle two. Thank you. Customer walks away in a frightened hurry as Amethyst breathes heavily. And I'll see ya. And then are we going to are we going to read this next part? Because I'm excited for that. Okay, uh, it's just a secondary sketch. Uh, <laughs> two sketches. Two sketches for the price of we one. Got overachiever <laughs> over here. No, uh, it's called Elon Musk and Iron Man. Uh, Elon Musk is talking to Iron Man, who's revealed to also be Elon Musk. <laughs> Zoom out. Everyone in the scene's background is Elon Musk. And that's oh, the sketch. Can we get wow. the sketch ending? So, yeah, let me get the sketch ending on there. Thank you. Wow, Damn. what a brilliant sketch. <laughs> yeah. That's never happened before. Two, Two sketches? Two sketches. That's a, that's a Danger <laughs> Junior first. So, like, basically what you're saying is Elon Musk, he just cloned himself, mm-hmm. and he is everybody now. We, no, well, we that's, are that's how are. We are Elon. I thought that Elon Musk He's was like, a friend you made along the way. I see it. I see it that, uh, <laughs> I see that Elon uh, is so obsessed with the idea of him being I was a real say, Iron Man yeah. that he makes the scene. So that he is an Iron Man, but nobody really wants to do that with him because it's really not cool. Yeah. yeah. And, They're like, what the uh, hell, he man? He does it himself. Well, I think in uh, the ending to your second sketch, Stan, you should have another shot where Elon Musk is in an After Effects uh, like a, a window and he's editing oh, the scene himself. Great. Oh, this and is great. And he's putting more Elon Musk in Oh, this him. is really good. Yeah. That's my Elon Musk. <laughs> he like, giggles to himself as he does. He's like, ha yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they're going to love this. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> the, uh, your first sketch, though, which is obviously the real one. <laughs> um, wow. All right. Wow. Gatekeeping yeah. the gatekeeping. Yeah, All for right. real. Well. No, I think it's a great, I think it's a cool, I think it's a funny concept. Oh, my God. Logan, what are you, why are you jerking off right now on the podcast? I'm not. Shut up. I'm not. So, I, here's the thing about, here's the thing about Crystalline Gatekeeper. Here's the thing about Crystal Gatekeeper uh-huh. is this is real and it really happened to me. And I told Stan, Stan about this in confidence. And I said, Stan, if you ever tell anyone a fucking word about this, I'll kill you. Because I was on Mescaline one Were day working at Amethyst? Target. Yes. <laughs> and I was on peyote and mescaline. Wait, mescaline is peyote, right? I don't know. I don't yeah. do drugs. <laughs> I had eaten a bunch of cacti. Uh, <laughs> just spines and all, just like yeah. shoving it in your mouth. That would be awesome. Yeah. 
And so the thing about the thing was, as I was always wondering, I wish it ended differently between me and that customer. You know? Hey, you're the, you're the sales associate. I was amethyst. And I, the whole time I was thinking, I wish that things between me and that customer had ended differently because he kind of just walks away, you know? Yeah. And we don't really get to say anything else to each other. And I think there's so much more that could be said there. There's a, there's a misconnect. Yeah. And I'm wondering, hold on, let me look back through here because basically, so she goes full Gandalf on him, right? Yeah. You know what you could do, honestly, Stan? Is, because I think the funny thing about this sketch is... The game that you're playing with this sketch is that Amethyst is in a position of power, right? Because he just wants to buy a fucking lamp. Yeah. And she won't let him. And she's also kind of a jerk. All right? So I think what you could do is introduce a character that has power over her toward the very end as kind of like a button, like a little bit at the end. Oh, Where I like, like the manager there. is like, can you just sell our stuff? Or is that what I want to go about? kind of yeah. I want to go further with it. I yeah. want the manager to to be even more in love with themselves and their power yeah. trip. Yeah, the manager's like, so, "Is this guy bothering you?" <laughs> like, what if like he comes down and goes like, "I'm a first." Yeah. Yeah. I like exactly. that. Yeah. And it's Zeus, and it's it's God. Yeah. The what, God of yeah. Abraham. What if the manager he comes in on a chariot down the aisle? <laughs> he literally on a, a what a palanquin. He has like target yeah. employees carrying him on a palanquin. Oh, yeah, the customer's like, that. like, "Look, I'm just gonna return it anyways. Just yeah. let me buy it." <laughs> just, it's got the. Can I get a? Can I get a gift receipt? Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. What if? Uh, what if the manager like yells at Amethyst? Like, just give him. Let him pay the 1985. That's mm. how much it costs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, sir. And he's like, "Well, I'm glad <laughs> someone." And then the customer goes like, "Well, I'm glad someone, someone who works around here, finally has some sense." And then mm-hmm. the manager's like, "We don't work here." We thrive, and then yeah. that's the thing that <laughs> oh, catches him. It's yeah. like one of those corporate things they make you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the paradigms of working at a, a corporation. I do like that. That's we thrive uh, here, line though. There's really a lot of bits. They you work at. They work at Thrive Burger. <laughs> where all the burgers are shredded. What the yeah. fuck is yeah. Thrive Burger, Blake? That's where they work. That's where they shred the burgers. We don't you, work here. We if thrive they, here. Logan, I just I have one question, dude. Okay. If there was a theme song to Thrive Burger, what yeah. would it be? It would be. It would go like this, okay? Do you have? Oh yes, it would go. It would go. And then Blake, would you add anything to that? We don't work here. We thrive here. We thrive. We're thriving. Thrive Burger. That's it would be good. something like that. So that's not bad. <laughs> okay, uh, Stan, do you have any like questions you want to ask for workshopping and such? No, I like that. I like. I like that. Her, her boss is also on a power trip. Yeah. And c- comes in on the palakeen. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, coming on the palakeen and like, and like, uh, Cindy was over here thinking like he could be wearing accoutrement. Yeah. Uh, of like, that are just <laughs> yeah, things yeah. you find around the store. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like a barcode necklace or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like <laughs> college like ruled- Akon CDs. He's got like college ruled notebooks for pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, this is a super character. Yeah, I really think like that's that's the only thing that I would add to this sketch is just one character that yeah. pushes it from being a game to like a game. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's um, dope, dude. All right, let's uh, 
Let's move on to me, I guess. Let's go. Let's Austin. move on to Austin. Let's I move am, on to fucking uh, Austin. Uh, DJ Junior episode twenty four, aka Tool Uninterrupted. Oh no, did y'all get the actual title page? I did. Um, yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, doesn't show. Okay. Uh, we have one character. It's Travis. That's you, Blake. Okay. All, All right. right. I got you. I got you. And I'll be reading s- the two <clears throat> sections of scene direction. Okay. This is Tool Uninterrupted. Interior, green screen studio, day. Travis is a 30-something tool with a DSLR, green screen, and a ring light. His blonde high fade is slicked back, and his Gucci button-up has a fair amount of chest showing. He addresses the camera, whose enthusiasm is present, but also fake as fuck. Oh, hey Christy, Travis here from Match.com. I thought about calling or texting you, but I figured since I just set up my sixth studio, I'd shoot you a quick video. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal, really. Just something I've put together for my new advertisement venture. I'm sorry, Blake, can you actually say NBD? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Can you bleep that out real quick? Yeah, let me bleep that out. That <laughs> yeah, it's NBD, really. Just something I've put together for my new advertisement venture. Already got a lot of clients. It's NBD. Anyways, I wanted to invite you out to Easy Tiger this week for some hangs and some brews. I'm sure you've heard of the place, but in case you haven't, it's really the coolest place in Austin. Yeah, they've got a lot of beer and bread. And although my perfect physique says otherwise, I love both of them. <laughs> my Saturday nights consist of three things. Michelobes, I call them Mickey B's for short. <laughs> Sourdough and going out on adventures. Uh, look, we've really hit it off over the past few days. And I'm sensing we've both got some major vibes with another. I'm good with people like that, you know. <laughs> and I know you're about to finish medical school, become a cool doctor or whatever, and I'm here too, a successful bartender, but on the precipice of launching a huge digital marketing multimedia conglomerate company, Fortune 500, that'll rake in the cash in six to eight months. Just you wait. <laughs> Don't you dare doubt me, Christy. I can see it in your eyes. That would be totally uncool. You haven't even split a Mickey B and Sour B with me yet. Don't be a judgmental bitch. (laughs) Anyways, we're obviously two successful people about to enter different chapters of our lives. But wouldn't you think I'd be smart? It'd be smart. I, it, we, it would be smart if two souls in two (laughs) ships at a midnight crossing should stop and just have a conversation. Break some bread. See how we feel. And just talk. You know, kind of like how you and me messaged back and forth those six times over the course of three days, but in person. So you can't dodge my questions with a a pre-written answer. (laughs) Just look at me, Christy. Look at my nips. They're finger length and hard for you. And I know yours are finger length and hard for me too. And that's what makes us so cool. You, a successful doctor, and me, a barback, about to be successful. I mean bartender. I'm a bartender with a digital media marketing big time company. I mean, look at my shirt. It's Gucci. Several animals were killed for this shirt. And I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't do that for just anyone, Christy. Okay. Easy Tiger is one of the coolest places, and you're about to go with one of the coolest guys in Austin. And I know the manager, and he's a cool guy, and and he'll get us in. And that's how and that that's how in I am to this city. He 
He owes me one, you know. I provided an alibi. That's at least five favors, Christy. I'm rich in money and favors. Date me already. <laughs> uh, ah, just do it. <laughs> just date me. Do it. I'm definitely down to pay for everything on Wednesday. I'm a gentleman like that, Christy. But you got to drive. Sorry, girly. Them's the brakes. <laughs> My cool friend Andre told me I could uh, I could say that. I'm allowed to say that. I'm just that great. Great catch, Travis. That's what they all say at the clinic. By the way, did I mention I can only do Wednesday? Um, yeah, that day works best for me, and your class schedule seems to agree. Wednesday at 7, 6, or 8 <laughs> also works, but uh, my schedule is pretty tight because of my media empire. Have I mentioned the empire yet? My media empire, it's a lot. I'll work and play for this guy. My God, my good friend and restraining order holder, Rich Linklater. I call him Richie Linky for short. He calls me up, and he's like, Travis, buddy, I got a deal for you. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Richie Linky, hit me with it. And he's like, you, buddy, you got, you got big ideas, and I want to give you money to explore those ideas and also stay away from my family. <laughs> and I said to Richard Linklater, I says, famous indie director and Austin Baller, mm, all right, I guess. <laughs> and I took the money, Christy. I took Richie Linky's blood money, and I used it to create a digital marketing LLC, and the rest is history as soon as I get the official license, Christy. It took, I, I took it for you, Christy, for our lives together, for our future family. Crazy, I know, right? But I'm just that good of a guesser. I had you pegged right from the start, Christy. But... But the way you make me feel, you might be pegging me soon? <laughs> Get it? Uh, but let's see how bread and beer at Easy Tiger goes. I'm not easy like that. I'm not a slut, okay? You can't have my Gucci dick and finger-length nipples just because you ask nicely and bat your eyes, okay? I have to fall in love with you first. Okay, like I've been doing these uh, past three days with our six messages. Remember, remember when you said "lol rar xd," and that's when I knew you're the one. I stole money and precious goods from Richard Linklater for you, Christy. Why can't you love me back, Christy? <laughs> Uh, anyways, all right, uh, that's enough for me. I uh, can't wait for your text back. I know it's been two days, but I'm sure you've been busy with doctor shit saving lives. Oh, God, that's what I love about you. Take care, Christy. Travis looks at the camera and points a remote clicker, cutting off the feed. Cut to black. Wow, that was a lot. That was a big text wall. You're the king of like dialogue. Text dude. walls, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. Giant text walls. shit, dude. What a soliloquy. Yeah, it was a long one, huh? It's uh, a good thing you recorded that. Yeah. I read a I, I read a sonnet, and I was like, I could do it better. Yeah, I could do it better. I could yeah, do it better. sonnets are for bitches, dog. I could do it better. Sonnets are for bitches. I mean, real talk. I watched a YMH clip of oh, yeah. a highlight. And oh, was it? It was a guy who had like the same setup like good the morning first... julia no oh, it's like no, a new no. one it's oh, like the really? like the first paragraph is yeah. very similar to that and then i just yeah. went off from there i was like it'll be funny if he just yeah. went on good for morning minutes. my 18 year old 18 and above 18 -year -old queens. queens yeah no this let's is just a do new all the ymh guy. bits yeah, yeah they're successful <laughs> dude they're moving to austin we can have them on the cast we can kill them oh my <laughs> yeah, god <that. laughs> they're not writers 
They're lame, dude. Yeah, they're lame, dude. They yeah, um, right. I think you could have more characters. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your note. <laughs> well, yeah, what would be really funny is the like. I the, see it. Go ahead, Stan. I see it as like, as like a uh, Travis is standing in the middle of a black room. You know, there's nothing around him but a spotlight on, him, and that's yeah. it. And he's talking directly into the camera. You know what I mean? Like, like one of those like a uh, New York old nineties like. New York vagina monologues kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, oh, yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me mm-hmm. out. He is in an all black sound studio. Okay, mm-hmm. green screen behind him, mm-hmm. camera in front of him, mm-hmm. and there's a hard spotlight on him. Okay, so yeah. Broadway spotlight. Yes. Beautiful cleansing. How hard white is that spotlight? spotlight? Bright. Okay. Hard. It's like it's like daylight. Okay. Gross. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. So, and so he does this whole monologue and then he turns it off and he goes, yeah, I think I got it. And he like says it up to, to something to and the guy. camera whip pan zooms yeah. and we see the spotlight is coming from a balcony that's like a hundred yards away and there's a very, very old Korean man working the light and he looks at him and he just shakes his head turns off the light and just walks away in shame. That's yeah. a, that's just Eric Andre <laughs> with Tyler, Tyler's dad. Fuck. I'm Maybe sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stupid. Maybe it fucking is. And she goes, silencio. Okay. That's a cool ending. Yeah. I like, do oh, like that's that. Not, that's not that, but that's not you though. That's, you know, you, you got to do you. I think, I think at some point I just add more creepy things, but that's it. Yeah. I like the creepy. I like the yeah. creepy you need to shit. Kill. I like the cringy. Yeah. He needs shit, to bring up some like, stuff that he's done that he's not, he shouldn't be talking about. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. and yeah, I murdered a few people, but that's between me and you, babe. Yeah. You know, that's just between us. That's between us. And I didn't this tell phone, anyone about this that voicemail. except you. And you know why I told you? Because I trust you because yeah. of the love that we have. Because when you sent me those six messages, I knew we had chemistry. When you sent me those two messages yeah. and i sent you those four messages and i sent you an emoji and you yeah. you 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 know left me on red for four days i knew yeah. we had a connection yeah damn yeah i guess so huh like that state sketch when they're singing uh you always gave, gave me a boner yes and uh and he goes a uh, big not you know not even that small ass judges restraining order <laughs> yes <laughs> just like that yes exactly like that yeah, that's a, that's a sketch. Let's move on to Logan. All right, let's do my sketch. Uh, so my sketch this week, um, I, last week I really got everything out. I really got everything I wanted. This week I kind of had to cut it short. Um, so that's that, and we can work on it afterwards. But uh, this is my sketch. I'm going to have Austin. You're going to play Orville. Um, Should I be old man? He, I Listen, he's just David Lynch. Okay. Okay. Arr, crystal. Yeah, it, and you don't have to be spot on. Like you don't have to do an impression, but just I'll like, be I'll be my version of David. Yeah, Lynch. he's just you know that guy. Yeah, uh, Blake, you're gonna play Crystal. Crystal's a woman. Oh, nice. And she's over it. Is she really hot? <laughs> she, she could be hot. She's real hottie. She she's a hot. hot she's a hot dude. redhead bombshell, and she's over it. Mm. Okay, <laughs> we'll see if I can come up with something. <laughs> okay, Stan. Yeah, you're gonna play Herb. Herb is the oldest person that works here. He's old. Okay. okay? Like, what's wrong, Robert? Oh, that's great. Exactly. That is exactly what I had in my mind. Okay? Jimmy, I'm going to have you play Mickey. Okay? Okay. You got that? Do I get... I don't want any direction. 
you're not going to get any direction because you're going to know exactly I'm who gonna you know. are. Okay. All right. An old, oh, hold on. This is triplet mounts. An older, wealthy looking silver haired. <laughs> Fuck. Right here, back here at all the time here. <laughs> this is triplet mounds. An older, wealthy-looking, silver-haired gentleman, Orville, the headmaster of Old Testament High, sits in his office alone and distressed. He has his elbow on his desk and is massaging the bridge of his nose with his hand. Two people enter, Herb and Crystal. Oh, Herb, Crystal, come in, sit down. What's wrong, Herbie? I don't want to say too much just yet. But we're in a whole crock pot of trouble, people. Oh, well, what are we waiting for? Who needs to be here before we can speak openly? Ah, uh, that'd be Mickey, Chief. Mickey? He's a special agent with the FBI. Special Agent Mickey Richardson. The FBI? Jesus, Orville, what did you get us into? Me? I didn't get us into a damn thing. A damn thing. Look here, young lady. I've been working this desk for damn near 30 years, and I've never had a single scandal. Not one. Sure, sometimes a student will come through those doors and might tempt me. I won't lie to the two of you and say that doesn't happen. That happens, and I might think to myself, Orville, you've got plenty of money. You could stand to take a risk. I mean, for a set of breasts like that, well, I could, I could stand to take a few risks, but no. I stopped myself. I stopped dead in my tracks. You know why, young Crystal? He waits for her to ask why. Why? Because I have principles, damn it. I'm a married man, a married man of honor, and I run the school. Those kids out there count on me. So when you ask what did I get us into, well, very young Crystal, that just about gets me worked up to hell, and I won't stand it. I'm an innocent man. Do you understand that? Do you understand how innocent a man I am? Uh, sure, yeah, sure. Herb, you still with me? Herb is even older than Orville and has fallen asleep. He wakes up suddenly. Herb, old friend, I need all hands on deck here. Tammy. He calls to someone off screen. A woman enters. His secretary, Tammy. Tammy, give me two cups of coffee. Actually, Crystal, you want coffee? It's good coffee. No, I'll be fine. You sure? These are really quality beans from Colombia. Tammy's family smuggles the stuff into the country for me. That's all she's good for. Otherwise, she doesn't speak a lick of English. I'm really fine, Orville. Thank you. Oh, that's your prerogative. He turns back to Tammy. Tammy, we're going to need those cups of coffee. He holds up two <laughs> fingers to her face. Two coffee, capiche? <sighs> si, senor. Tammy leaves, and we notice her fist is balled up at her side. Now, as I previously stated, I can't go too much into what has happened within the walls of this school. Part of that is because, if I'm being honest with the two of you, I don't know all the details. <laughs> This isn't anything to do with that set of needle nerve players I misplaced last month, did it? It is an honest thing. Herb, this has nothing to do with that. We found those flyers, I already told you, and if I have to tell you again, I'll make a coach basketball. You just have to forget about those damn flyers. Yes, what happened, Herb? I lived there somewhere and forgot where. I told you I'm sorry, oh, I just wish you wouldn't hold it over my head. That's such a good voice. That's so good. Orville rubs the bridge of his nose with his hand. <sighs> All right, I'll drop it, Herb. I'll drop it if you will. Okay, Orb. 
Orville smiles. Tammy comes back in with two porcelain cups of coffee on a silver platter. Ah, Tammy, the coffee. Hey, Crystal, you don't know what you're missing. Orville reaches to take the coffee off the platter and tries to speak in broken, very condescending Spanish. Gracias, señora. Mucho bueno on el café. He pats the top of her head and she pulls out a knife. <laughs> Tammy stabs Orville in the chest a few times. Herb tries to stop her, but he's so fucking old and slow. <laughs> Hijo de puta! Fuck you, Orville! I speak English! Tammy jumps out the back window and runs off into the woods behind the school. Man, you can't trust him! Crystal sighs. There is a knock at the door. Who is it? A man from outside the door speaks. Special Agent Mickey Richardson, I'm here to ask some questions about the two boys that just got tased in the nuts until they died. (laughs) (laughs) Come in. Special Agent Richardson enters the room, well-dressed in an agency black suit. He sees the still bleeding body of the headmaster. Hmm. Uh, did, did you two do this? No. I hope you're not going to ask about those Nino Note players I misplaced. I told her, but I don't know what happened to him. The FBI agent massages the bridge of his nose with his hand and then walks out of the room. The two boys were tased in the nuts by a demon. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. I, I'm glad you knew when I was like, hey, gotta wrap it up. And you're like, Oh, okay. I guess I'll finish the story. The yes. two boys were tasting. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that was yeah. uh, that was. Who pooped? Who pooped the bed? My my dog. Damn, your dog is not handling <laughs> yeah. this storm. Your dog is like. <laughs> She's got severe anxiety. No, your poor dog. So does my character just like just like Nathan, just like Nathan. Does your dog have big nipples? <laughs> hey, how big are your dog's nipples? Let's see those nips. <laughs> They're finger length and drag on the floor. Join us next week when we okay. find out. This is the most not shareable episode <laughs> I will ever not tell many of my friends about, <laughs> except you, you, yeah. you are, that are here. Yeah. Megan, Megan's gonna listen to this episode. It's yeah. gonna be in the vault. She's yeah. gonna have to go through like a couple yeah. passcodes. Oh no, this episode is going and a up couple laser page fields. Number one. This is our number one. This, this, this is our this, this is our episode. App. This, yeah. This episode's called the one where Stan's dog shits and pisses everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. 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 The golden shower hour, parentheses, the one where Stan's dog pisses and shits. Quite literally the golden shower hour. I mean, it couldn't have been a better episode for Stan's dog to be on. a little prophetic. And Austin, are you a prophet of dog shitting and pissing? Yeah. Do you know when they shit and piss? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Every dog shits and pisses? The Danger Junior Stan's (laughs) shitty pissy bed Mm. room. Mm. Mm. By the prophet Austin. By the the poop happened somewhere else. Oh, damn. (laughs) She was like, I can't shit that bad. I already pissed that bad. Like, <laughs> I already pissed here. Yeah. Don't shit bad where you piss. so she funny. Pissed, she pissed my bed and shit her bed. <laughs> Dude. Dude. What kind of dog is it? cold player. What kind of dog is it? Damn. Oh, she's, a, she's a lab pit mix. 
Oh, uh, that's that labs and pits. That's more like that's more like dabs and shits. Am I right? Amen. Ah! Amen. Amen. And that's comedy. Yeah, that's comedy. <laughs> like Logan's that's sketch, that. which made me laugh my ass off. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody got any critiques? Anybody got anything they want to say about my sketch and how bad um, it was? Or how I was it? really it looking was funny. forward to for me to read more lines. I want you to know you were gonna be a bigger character. Uh, but then I it, I had five minutes. Uh, I um, really this should be a full like short like thirty minutes mm-hmm. of. Do, the do, whole do, Orville do, thing do. doesn't matter. And then, and much like Twin Peaks, like that part doesn't matter. Do, and then we do, cut do, to do. Uh, Special Agent Mitchie, Mickey yeah. Richardson. Well, here's what I wanted my character yeah. to be. I'm I love sm- the voice you did, by the way. Well, I smoke a cigarette yeah. for four minutes and then I go, fine. <laughs> and then, and like, all my, all my interactions are just like, like shots of me smoking yeah. a cigarette for way too I long. Do and then this I'm just for like, real. okay. Can we do a real deal yeah. parody of Twin Peaks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, like I actually that. like Tonight. this a lot. Yeah. Isn't isn't Twin Peaks itself a parody of Twin Peaks? Yes. And this is a parody of a parody of Twin Peaks. And <laughs> we got the real Michael Horse to be in it. Yeah. You Show know, him your tattoo. He'll do it. Yeah. You know how Twin Peaks: A Return was mm-hmm. technically you know kind of a quasi satire on reboots mm-hmm. of television. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's going to be a satire of rebooting a reboot and satire of satire. Amen. We also Amen. Rule. And I think by the yeah, end of it, it's good too. At, at the end of the show, we're all gonna our heads are gonna go into our asses, Uroboros style, and we're just yeah. gonna cease to exist. Oh God, I love this so much. I love it. I yeah. genuinely love this. I'm I'm straight up gonna write this for real. Mm. The last the last scene will be a woman staring in a house, screaming, <laughs> and then and holding the sides it, of her head, and then it'll flash a, a purple CGI dog shitting and pissing everywhere, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Forever, <laughs> and that's art, baby. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Ever right. heard of art? And that's and then fucking zero credits. And like then no, <laughs> and then, it, no and then the dog stops all. moving, and just, the camera it does the noise. The yeah, bang, crash pans in, and the dog grows a human mouth and moans loudly, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why like... we don't collaborate on our sketch <laughs> ideas. <laughs> that's why we write individual sketches. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's, that's, that's the end of our little program here. Damn, Thank you for great. sticking with us, Stan, through all that. Yeah, thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah. yeah, it was genuinely great to have you on. I'd love to have you on again. Yeah, have you guys on. Have all the Danger Junior boys on again. We should do... Out. How many Danger Junior members are there? A lot. There, There's like... There's seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like Scientology. Like there's different levels, and yeah. like it, it feels like maybe eventually I'll get to this level. Yeah. You know, How much like money a, do you have to pay to be the king of danger? Junior? I've paid so much money you so far. Have to, Ask you have Bob to kill Daniel. Jones. Oh, Bob no. Daniel. Yeah. Stan, have you seen yeah. any of this money that I've paid? Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to. <laughs> I think it would be easier if we flew to Nashville and we could have everybody that's ever been danger affiliated. Junior with oh, oh i was shit. thinking no that's an actual i'm gonna dude, actually text literally the right if you're now. on that's my team actually, yeah. you're gonna win yeah danger junior civil war but is I, a real show that we're doing when, when i really like the oh idea. That, that would be a great no, show I, I, and I, I i pitched this did you really i pitched this Logan. remember danger junior breaks up fuck okay hold on let me find your i'm gonna find i'm gonna find your and then actual stan and pitch. i make out and then i'm gonna a little bit yeah or, How long ago did you play? It, like, it was like that we it was like that we start like doing 
we do the show just like normal and we're doing it, but then like progressively we start getting on each other's nerves during the different sketches uh-huh. and are doing different bits. And then by the end of it, we're like openly fighting with each other. On I love it. And we have like a series of walkouts until there's like one person left. All right. But that's, uh, we'll talk about that later. That's, we got to end this show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stan, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah. Is there anything? Yeah. Bots, Stan. Uh, social media, whatever. Uh, I've got no comedy that you can witness outside of Danger Jr. Always check out Danger Jr. But, uh, uh, I got, I'm in a band called Working in Retail. If you like, love it, love it, uh, avant-garde, uh, synths and drums, then, then that's You're your, then that's Blake's your bag. Language. You're speaking my language, brother. And I got this dumb little punk band called Schoolgirl, but. Schoolgirl's the OG, punk bro. Fuck. That was a wild, with a K because yeah. you know I'm very cool. Yeah, Schoolgirl. And uh, damn, they've been rocking it for a long time. We get we get most of our hits on our Bandcamp. We got most of our hits from people in other countries that don't speak English looking for porn. <laughs> that's damn, wild. dude, that's a niche market, and badass. fuck yeah, dude. Because <laughs> like, like Bandcamp shows you your stats uh, of how people find your website. And so we get a lot of Google searches from like Indonesia for school girl. And it's like, oh, they're looking for us. Mm. That's pretty badass. Or they were, and you're big in, what did you say, Indonesia? Indonesia yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, or you're big in Indonesia. You, um, rest... And I want to, cool, I don't know if even you guys know this, but cool Stan fact. Stan named the group. Oh, oh that's dope. How did you come to name it? Uh, it was an idea I had for a band name from like years ago. And I never had a band that worked with it. But then when we were working on the thing, I was like, you know what? I like it because it, it's a warning as well as a name. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'll ask you this, Dan. What does Danger Jr. encompass in your envision of that band name? Like, what's what's the vibe of that that you picture? Danger Jr. would have to be like this. You, you guys know the band DNA? No, actually. No. I'm not really a music guy. Yeah, totally. Um, they like this chaotic... Uh, noise punk band from like th- something mm-hmm. cool and uh, so it'd be kind of like that it'd be like making music almost as a joke but doing yeah. it really threatening sure. I like that honestly I that, like uh, that that's how I live that's metal as fuck that dude. checks that's out honestly kind of that's kind of what Danger Junior is now <laughs> yeah 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 I'm doing <laughs> it's all just comedy. a big so fucking prank but we're also I angry at you out. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the end of our show. Make sure to check us out at DangerJRPR for all of our production updates. Um, we are figuring out that Patreon. Don't worry, folks. We're we got it. We got it. Coming in hot. We're going to get OnlyFans before we get a Patreon. Yeah, the OnlyFans, thing that works out on the Patreon. Yeah. Maybe TikTok. I've been on TikTok a lot recently. Find me on TikTok at Human Goose. A Human Goose? Well, that's another plug. All right. <laughs> uh, she dead now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stan, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Stan, say goodbye to Buster Jones. The Danger Junior Writer's Room is a Danger Junior production, Comsock, produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown, Comsock, engineering by Jim D, and Blake Brown, Comsock, edited by Austin Zessen, Comsock, theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly, Comsock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior Productions at 
DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Come sock. All right, she dead now. Bye-bye.